this week on Two Bears, One Cave. And the best is when you break someone's spirit. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I was cracking toilet seats left and right. Where Cracking the seats? I just land too hard on them. Leanne's going to hear this and, and be like, and be livid with me. 100%. It's always fun when it's the show you tuned in for with me. Not as always, but I'm always happy to see him. One of the only celebrities that is outspoken about his support for Hamas. It is Burt Kreischer, everybody. <laughs> I just said to someone, yeah. I just said to someone, it's so nice to not know what's going on. It's <laughs> 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 like, you see people, people are like, I don't, I don't even know, like they are in it. Like yeah. on their Instagram, they're hemorrhaging followers. They're fighting with people. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm watching dude climbing up. Uh, light posts ripping down flags and spray yeah. painting and yeah it's pretty wild right and i really am not really sincere yeah. sincerely sure what's happening yeah it's kind of nice right yeah stay it out must of be it like must be like uh oh, gonna, that's a really bad analogy <laughs> okay let's hear it <laughs> nothing okay i don't know yeah it's yeah i don't know yeah it's wild. It's, uh, yeah. Shit's crazy, Tom. Shit is so I'll wild. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm focused on. Shit is crazy right now. You just, you just did like a, Shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the the segue of uh, every other <laughs> comic is like... Everyone's worried about their the middle... And they're like, so shit's crazy right now. Shit's real crazy. <laughs> I was looking at someone's Instagram feed today. I won't say her name because she's a very... Like, she was a very funny influencer. Mm-hmm. Married to a very famous actor. And, uh, and she is fucking hard as... And as I as I read her post, I'm like, oh, I don't even know about that. I did a post about how beautifully my beard was dyed, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm out of touch. Yeah, <laughs> it is nice though, right? Should like, I do it? I've I've never. Well, no, 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 no. So here's the key about dyeing a beard. Yeah. What a pivot! Right now, people are like, wow, they're really not going to talk about the Middle East at all. No. Um, the key about dyeing your beard is not dyeing at all. Right. It's about subtly dyeing it. Taking big patches, like you're, you had a strong mustache. Yeah, this is all, everything is the way it is, right? So you don't like, touch it at all. No. What is your, is your hair gray? I don't know. I haven't seen it in forever. What was the longest you let it grow out? Now? Yeah. About a few days. Really? Yeah, four or five days. And you shave it yourself? Yeah. Clippers or razor? Uh, I use the, the, electro, the electric one. You know that where your hand molds to it, yeah. And I just go in the shower oh, for real, yeah. Because it's it's easy. It, it gets a com- really smooth. I can't believe I cut. still have any hair. Let's like, see. You always cover it up, though. Yeah, I know because it just looks perfect. It looks perfect with the cut. hat on. Looks fine with the hat on, but uh, it's it's thinning. But I can cheat it. Mm-hmm. I can cheat it. Do you ever wear without? You ever go without the hat? Yeah, yeah. all my specials. All when oh, I do right. stand up. Yeah, but I do when it, you do stand up, you do it hatless. Yeah, I do it hatless. I, do, I like wearing a hat because I think I look cute in a hat cute yeah yeah it's about it's about my daughters have a a, a thread a baby walrus thread and they will hose it down with times i've said i've looked cute mm-hmm. and they take a picture and i do not look cute it's usually so when wait, i where do you where do you die all that's, here? I, that's the best question i've been asked in my entire fucking life oh okay so uh, here's what i do just for men brown you don't want to go black you don't want to go yeah, too don't dark. Go black because you don't have black hair. So that'd be crazy. But, no, but that's what a lot of the pro wrestlers do. What? Like Randy Macho Man Savage for a period of time. Seagal. Oh his my God. Hair dye. Oh my God. Is the On our best. cruise, we had a costume night and there was a couple who dressed up as you and Push. I saw this. And it was so fucking good. I saw this. And it was such a deep cut. Yeah. Because no one really got it. And then I didn't get it at first. And then I was like, shut the fuck up. Because he did the Seagal one. He did the Seagal. And then she was. Uh, the from her special yeah um 
But the key to dyeing your hair is leaving gray hair there. Yeah, you can't go you all can't the way. You can't deny it. It's like, it's like when I shave my pubes, I trim, I trim. So what I do is I, I've, I've watched a lot of barbershop videos. I comb it out. I comb it out, right? Mm -hmm. And then I trim that. I just kind of give it a fade a little bit. Yeah. Then I go. So like if this is dick and balls, right? Mm -hmm. This is actually good. This is dick and balls. What I do is I Caesar it out like this. Mm -hmm. So everything under here is shorn. Everything's bald right here. Bald right here. Shaft totally fucking bald. And then this is the key. I go up an inch. Uh huh. I go up into this area yeah. and cut in the pubis. Inch, yeah, into the pubis area because it looks like you have an inch more of cock. Yeah, and then it's a fake. And if you push that fat pad, you actually see more dick, dude. If you push it in, you're like, whoa, whoa, there's some dick in there. Can I tell yeah. you that's the workout I'd invest in? Yeah, six minute dick, yeah. and it's just it's just whatever workout. Like I don't even know, like a bicycle. I think if you actually really reduce your body fat to like. You know, first you let's say you get to twelve, and then you go under the like if you, if you, uh, hardcore. Then that pad would be completely gone. Dude, that's why young dudes have big dicks, just because their body fat level. Yeah, yeah. It's you almost got to forgive all those guys that molest them. <laughs> just joking, guys. Just joking. Yeah, but, but like like young dudes, like young dudes, eighteen yeah. years old is the best dick you're gonna have. Yeah, take pictures now, guys. I think anybody who is willing to take nude photos at any point in your life, if you're like, I'll do it right now. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to. You're crazy not to because you're never going to look better. Dude, all I do is take nude pictures of myself in the go. sauna when I have sauna cock. It's up against the window, fucking shoulders like this. That's why I look the best. Every time I go like this, it doesn't look that good. You're like, eh. but you go down. I go down like this. Yeah. And then uh, and uh, and then I get almost hard, almost hard. Like three quarters. Like, yeah. Well, Sorry, like more. seven eighths. Okay. Seven eighths. So it's it's full, but it's just not up it's yet? It's full. It's just not. It's ready to sail. It's still in the dock. Gotcha. Like, fucking sails are up. Yeah. Speaking of sailing, I kind of want to get into sailing. I don't like sailors. You don't like sailors? Well, no, they're nice people. I'm saying whenever I see a sailboat. <laughs> oh, you don't like sailboats? I always go, that looks cool, but I don't really want to be on it. I want to be on one with a motor. Because I've been on sailboats. It's just fucking, I feel like it's chaotic. That's what I like about it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's like, cool. I love the idea that there's, a, there's an energy when you, because I was looking at, like, what it seems happens is when you get to a certain level in your life, you take flying lessons. That's what it seems like happens. Are you taking flying lessons? Yeah. Of course you are. Right? And Can I, I try like, a chokehold on you? No. Just real quick? No, absolutely not. And I won't do it all the way. No, wait. What, hang on, are you taking jujitsu now? So? Are you taking jujitsu and you're taking flying lessons? I have a midlife crisis. I'm 44. Holy shit. Wait, hold on. You're taking jujitsu. Let me just try one on you. That, but you, tell, you tap. Hold on. Just let me see if I know how to do it. Well. <laughs> hold on. Just, what? <laughs> no, you're trying it out on someone who doesn't know how to defend himself. I know, but like. Okay, you just tell me. Hey. Okay. All right, see, it's getting better. God damn it. <sighs> You know, Isla choked me out in front of Leanne. My boys have tried choking me out. <laughs> They're both in it. Are you serious? Yeah. The three of you were taking jujitsu? Yeah, yeah. And you're fighting them? No, no. God, the energy a fucking ba a child boy must have in jujitsu is insane. Ellis does arm bars on me all, and I'm like, yo, I've already broken one. Like, he's he's intense. Yeah. Wait, both your boys are taking jujitsu. Yeah. You're taking jujitsu. You're taking flying lessons. Yeah. What else? 
When did you realize you're having a midlife crisis? Um, I guess because people say that whenever you do anything that's like out of what you've done before, that's like, uh, you know, adventurous. They go, you're having a midlife crisis. And then my thought on that is like, yeah, how could you not? Yeah, it's the same thing happens when people go, you've changed. And you're like, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. It's the whole fucking point. But I think if you're not having a midlife crisis and you're in your 40s, then something's wrong with you. You're not working hard enough. No, it means you have no self-awareness. There you go, yeah. It means you have no, you're not appreciating, like the whole thing about a midlife crisis is you go, oh, I'm going to die. So I need to, you know, do these things because I don't have that much life left. Yeah, there's a life is fleeting. Right. So I'm saying if you're not somebody who if you're like, oh, no, I, I'm not interested in those things. I'm just going to do anything. I've, everything I've always ever done. Then it's almost like you're saying, I just don't care that this is going to end. So there's I'm a just, lot of people that think drinking is their thing. Like that's their the, the, they just go like I told you about the time I was in the cardiologist waiting room and, the, and I was nervous. And the guy was like, what are you nervous about? And I was like, what if he tells me I have to quit drinking? The guy looks at me and goes, heads up, you don't. I was like, what? And he goes, you can drink yourself to death. No one's going to give a fuck. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then the cardiologist told me, just so you know, everyone in that room is people that didn't know when to stop. I got told uh, hmm. I got told the other day, I want to go back to your midlife crisis, but I got told the other day, um, there's two types of people. There's addicts and there's partiers. Partiers stop when the when the party's over yeah and then addicts just never stop that's true and i was like oh yeah i, I stop when the party's over so like you're I, a partier yeah i go well, the party i'm not drinking by myself in my room when everyone no one's there and then going like i'm gonna jack off no the difference is with you is that you are the person who goes come over so that the party can keep going do you realize my one takeaway i had so many sober realizations yeah like over my time of sobriety yeah the number one takeaway yeah is how often Everyone wants to go to bed. This is your takeaway? Like everyone wants to sleep. Everyone wants to sleep. And you? Never. I never want to sleep. I never want the party to end. That's I want okay. everyone to stay up with me. I want to have one more drink. I want everyone to like, yo, come on. And then like, I'm cool going to bed, but like at two in the morning, if you let the most people would go to bed at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. Like most people don't, don't want to just like, I, that's my favorite part of the tour bus is get on the tour bus and being like the bus leaves and I'm like, one more drink. And then the best is when you break someone's spirit yeah. or like Pete's in bed and then you open his curtain and you're like, ah, you're not going to be a bitch, are you? And he's like, guys, I'm trying to sleep. And you're like, one drink. Everyone get in Pete's bunk. And then everyone gets in his bunk. He's like, fine, fuck it. I'll drink with you. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. is breaking their spirit. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Just fucking, that's the funnest, the funnest, the funnest. I would love one semester in a fraternity house. Just one semester in a fraternity house. You could do that as a show. I don't even need to do a show. I could do it for free. No, I know, but if, but that would be a hit show. Oh, Bert, back, back frat, in the frat dad, frat dad, yeah. And I just show up, and I, I. By the way, I don't even need to be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I want to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, game Sun, day, game day, game day, Are and a big fucking? school too. You know, like big Southern school. You got to go where it's like Ole it's Miss. a scene. Ole yeah, all Miss. Fuck. I'd love oh. to go back to Florida State. Yeah. I mean, at Florida State, I've, I've been there. Right. But I would love to go to one of those. I would love to do. I Oxford, would love to do. Oxford on a Saturday game day. Dude. Incredible. I would love to do Friday, Saturday at different colleges, different fraternities, 
I got in set Friday. Do you know what I did? I haven't announced it yet. So mm-hmm. my, the first half of my, of 24 is announced. Yeah. For the fall, I booked some college gigs. The gig is Friday so that I can go to the game Saturday. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. So, and I'm going to go, I'm going to like some big ones. Can I tell you, this is what's wrong with me. Yeah. I just said to my family and to everyone, I'm going to take the fall off. Yeah. No, I don't want to. You should. Nope. No, you should. Nope, I don't need to. It's good for you. I have a tour bus. I'll I know. just meet you okay. at all your gigs. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we'll go to college game day every fucking Saturday. I mean, I'm excited. If you're, okay, go to TomScrow.com. <laughs> find, is, have you announced them yet? Not the fall ones, no. Okay. When they la- launch, yeah. I will. I will be taking my tour bus to a fraternity house. I'll okay. be spending the night with you boys. Okay. We're going to go out hard Friday night. Real hard. Like yeah. fucking real hard. And Saturday morning, I will be the first up. I will get breakfast ready for everyone. I will have pre-party. But here's the thing. What I, I, are you worried about? Why are you already saying no? No, I'm not worried. I'm not okay, worried. Keep going. I um. I also, I I went out. I, I went out for drinks. But your drinks or my drinks? Well, my drinks. But yeah, I was drinking vodka. On ice, just enjoying that just nice, cold, crisp vodka. There is nothing better. It was delicious. Than the cleanest drink you can have in the world. <laughs> Whiskey but is here's, a dirty whore who loses her shoes. Yeah. Okay. Gin is a chick you didn't realize was overweight until you wake up the next morning. <laughs> tequila yeah. gives you an STD. Yeah, tequila's wild. But fucking vodka. Vodka's a gentleman's vodka drink. Vodka yeah. leaves before you wake up with a note by your bed. Yeah. And you smile and you go, God, I wouldn't mind fucking her one more time. <laughs> Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special Shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code BEARS at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, 
Go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I love vodka. Vodka's great. I haven't had vodka in so long. Here's I the thing. Can I tell you what so kind of long. surprised me? What? So every time I have a few drinks, like, I'm always like, man, tomorrow's going to suck. I'm always thinking about the recovery. Not with vodka. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I was fine. You do. I was fine. Like, 100%. I mean, yes, I had a few waters before bed, you know? So I, I That's the key. Yeah. That's the, I mean, for real, that is the key. But I had a little buzz and I was like, I was like, man, I wonder if tomorrow I'm going to be like, and it's just a world of regret. I was fine. Dude. When we did our first weight loss challenge, I drank Tito's and soda through the entire fucking weight loss challenge. <laughs> you did? And I lost weight. Mm -hmm. And and I'm telling you, it's it's the cleanest drink. My only problem is uh, airplane vodkas. What, what is that? The airplane vodkas. They don't, have, they don't have good vodkas on airplanes. Oh. That's the only problem I have with airplane vodkas. Um, yeah. Man, I, you just made me want to drink. I, and I, you know, it's interesting. I've been, I, so I, I monitor, I monitor myself. Um, I, not to get too into the weeds, but like I started, I started, I keep a happiness journal and I notice things about you myself. Do? Yeah, I've, I've kept it for a while. What is that? Uh, I write down times, things that make me happy, things that make me anxious, things that bring me joy, things that I really like. I write ideas in there. Like I, it's just a way to quantify. The easiest one to explain is like one morning, I made the girls breakfast and uh, and then they went to school and I was I had a cup of coffee and a cigar out in my backyard and I was writing in my happiness journal and I went, God, I really feel great. I feel great making that. I feel like of service. I feel great making them breakfast and I should remember that. This brings me happiness. So then like two days later, I'm hungover. I'm doing shows at the store. I'm hungover. The girls are up and Isla's like, hey, are you making breakfast? I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to just sleep. And I hear Leanne, let him sleep. He's, he was out late last night. But in my head, I know that I'd written it down. That bring, makes me happy. So I went, stop. Get out of bed. Go make them breakfast. And see if that works again. And I made them breakfast. I, my hangover went away. I'm laughing. I'm having coffee. I'm, we're all joking. They go, I'll get in the car and go. And I go, God damn it, it works. So it's like quantifying happiness. So what I do is I quantify um when I stop drinking, the first five days is the most interesting because you have an impulse. You know when you started losing weight mm -hmm. and you would go to the, you'd find out how many times you actually went to the fridge? Sure. Or how many times you went to a bag of chips and you were like, oh, wait, I can't have chips. I'm trying to eat clean. Yeah. So I, I, it's easy to do with weight loss, but when you drink a lot, there's a lot of times where your brain will say to yourself, hey, we should get like a, we should have a drink tonight. Like, it's almost like, like, uh, oh, hey, oh, hey, and like, you know, you, oh, I should have a drink. And then I would quantify that. And then I'd sit with that feeling and then go, what is that? Like, I was trying to figure out what it is. And then I, there were false ones, like almost like a false limb where you feel an itch. Yeah. And you, and it's just like going like, and then those go away real quick. Like false, what? False, false happiness? feelings of false feelings of wanting to have a drink. Oh, I got you. Like where your brain goes, we should get a, open a bottle of wine tonight. And then you're like, oh, I don't really need that. You know what I'll do? I'm gonna get on the treadmill. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna watch Full Swing on fucking Netflix. I'm gonna feel good. I'm gonna get a good night's sleep. I'm gonna sauna before I go to bed. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna push it tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right thing. You know what? Maybe we'll take a hit of weed and smoke a cigar. That'll that'll be the same feeling. And then there's what you just did to me. Is when they're real. They're real. That's that's the Lord talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Where you, where you brought up vodka and my brain said, you know, we haven't danced with her in a while. Mm -hmm. Like just her. No soda. <laughs> 
No cranberry, yeah, just her. Just, just me and her. Up. Just me and her on ice. Maybe a little bit of a lime, just to like a bow in her hair, a flower in it her hair. It was good. It was nice, man. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to remember this. I'm being dead serious. I want yeah. you to remember that you did this to me tonight. Okay. No, because 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 this one's a real one. Yeah. And I and I haven't had her in a while. Yeah. And 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 I fell in love with her. She really introduced my I told you this a long time ago. Uh, I was sitting on a plane. <laughs> I was sitting on a plane drinking a, a Heineken and this gorgeous man next to me named his name was Tan. Gorgeous man next to me uh said, you know what, I could go for a drink. I had a long one last night. And I was like, yeah. He goes, vodka soda. She brings it to him and I said, vodka soda. I was like, what the fuck? What are you, Chelsea Handler? And he was like, uh, it's in my contract. I was like, what? And he goes, as a male model, it's the best drink you can drink to lose weight. And I went, oh, I'm going to murder this Heineken and I'll have a vodka soda too. And so that was when I first met her. But she does make you feel clean. Yeah, makes you feel good. It was a good, it was a good buzz. We're going to get fucked up tonight. We are going to be drinking. Are you going to get Bert drunk? No. Why don't you get Bert drunk? I have to do no, things. No, but no, like, I'm curious. Do you, do you, I'm being, I'm being serious, sincere because I've done it where you just, like, I've done it where you go, there's two things. I want the buzz, right? I want the buzz. I want to feel the buzz. I want the sparkle. And then there's times where you go, no, everyone's drinking. I understand that that would make things easier just to be a part of the team and we'll all drink tonight, but I really don't want to drink. I really don't, I don't have an interest in drinking. I wish I could have some water. I wish I wasn't over at this play at guy's house. So I had to listen to him talk about assisted suicide. I wish, <laughs> by the way, maybe the best sober conversation I've ever been in in my entire life. Really? Oh yeah. At a guy's house? At a guy's house. He was like, listen, suicide is not a bad fucking option. And I was like, when he was, when you get older and, I was, and then his wife's going, stop selling people on suicide. Well, I, Having seen like somebody wither away, yeah, yeah, I would have, I would have wanted to check out. Do you think? When do you think? On the list of people I call when my dad dies, where do you think you'll be on that list? I don't know. That's really personal to you. I know, but you've been through it. But I mean, whether or not, like your order has. I mean, I don't like to guess where I'll be in your order. I mean, you're probably gonna. Talk to your siblings, your mom, your wife, maybe who's, your kids. Who's, how, how is, you never called me when your dad died. Yeah, because like you're not really, you know, you get like, it affects everyone differently. Did and you I drink? Was, did I drink? Like that when I, like when, when it you happened. You found out you poured a drink and be like, oh no. fuck. What'd you no. do? So we were at the. Oh, we were, you knew he was dying too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We knew he was dying. And then they were like, it'll happen in the next, like the doctors and nurses like it'll happen in like the next day so i was there in the morning and let's say he died like around noon from there we went to um a funeral home that was gonna do th and you know you, you just, we had some things already picked out but we had to do a few other things we made a few other so like, there's a lot of business yeah the more of it like you know there's the thing about dying is that the people who are alive, but with dying on the horizon, you know, that's why like, it's so important to have your, your stuff in order. Like a, your, you know, your estate planning kind of stuff yeah. because people who die without that, like I think the story goes that Prince had no will, you know, right. I'm just using him as an example. Then you just have tons of people being like, we're all apart. Like, you know, they're trying to like chop up this estate. Oh, I'm going to have, and, I'm going to have a reading of my will, just like an eighties movie. Yeah. Where everyone's there and they're like, who's that guy? And they're like, 
And then everyone's sitting there and they're like, okay. Yeah. And pe- I want people fighting for the money. I'm going to have a scavenger hunt. I'm going to have like. Yeah. The more of that, and though, then I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the the all the electricity in the house drop out, yeah. and then one person's gonna die also, uh-huh. and then they're gonna be like, "Who did it?" And then they find out like that, that would be fun. Why why does anyone make their death fun? The, they're not thinking like you. They um <laughs> they're <laughs> they're just like, man, I don't know why I'm such a bummer about this whole death. But <laughs> why don't they have? Why don't funeral homes step it up? You've got wedding planners. Yeah, no, it's why real bu- funeral it's, it's bummer city at funeral homes. <laughs> It's really a bum show. And, but like, you have to have that stuff. And then if you are, you know, I'm saying thinking ahead, you have your plot, how you want to be, if you want to be cremated, if you want to. Do you know where you want to be buried? Not at all. I haven't thought about it. But I do have so much time now that I don't drink like I used to. How much time do you think you have? Like, better question is how much time do you think I had if I didn't slow down? If you didn't slow down? Be real. I think you would have had real health issues um, start to evolve and like show themselves in this decade, you know, like real, like, like, like from 50 to 60. Yeah. And we're talking like, you're not slowing down not at slowing all. Down. Yeah. I think, I think your health would have taken like a turn during, during this decade. Um, That's and then, the one, the one, my one takeaway. And I, and I mean this to all our fans, cause I think all our fans have watched us change and, and like grow and 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 digress get hurt get surgeries go through shit but the one thing i think sometimes is like i wish i could gift i wish i could gift just the um the space to everyone like this once you get kind of healthier you get a little distance from your bad behaviors yeah and and you start like it almost gives you time to exhale and i would love to gift everyone what it's like to like not wake up super fat because I know what it's like right now. And I'm, by the way, I'm still obese. I'm still obese. I understand that everyone yeah. watching this goes, dude, you're 235. That's fucking fat as fuck. That's down from 270? 275, really. When we look at, I love these things so much. <laughs> by the way, yeah. but, but like, but it's when you, the amount that it takes off of you, like just walking yeah. or getting up, showering. You know, showering is the big thing. I can wash my asshole again. I couldn't wash my asshole. Really? I could. Like I'd get back there and it would hurt to get back like there. Like your I shoulders can, and your back would I'd hurt. I'd be like, uh, 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 my feet How don't about hurt. Stairs, right? Don't stairs make a difference? Forty pounds is a lot of difference on a going up a flight of stairs. Of sta- I don't work for UPS. But I'm saying if you're in a stairwell, like when, when you. You've never ever been in a fucking stairwell. You never go up a flight of stairs at all? No. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think... It tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order 
When you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout, that's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. I like how stairs, like I said, you know, when you go to what the am space I, one station. Of your, one of my, what am I, one of your pores? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't walk upstairs. Okay. I fucking hang out on the first floor. The girls are upstairs. I don't go up to their rooms. Okay. Yeah, I don't really fuck with stairs. That you're really saying this like stairs are out of the realm of possibilities to hey, run I'll into. T- you know, it's very interesting you say that. Today I did the stair climber. <laughs> Today I did the stair climber and I thought, I actually thought this is fucking useless. Really? Like I was like, who the fuck is doing stairs? Really? No, I don't fuck with stairs. And uh, <laughs> But getting out of a chair is different. Getting out of a chair, I actually feel it. I actually feel because I do, I do a lot of squats and like goblet squats. Were you, were you at the point at your heaviest where you would have a split second thought getting into a chair? Like, is this a supportive chair? No, but I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> During Fully Loaded. Yeah. There was a guy that came backstage. <laughs> and he's, he's a big guy. It was, well, he was big. He was like probably three bills. Mm-hmm. And he sat in a chair and he broke it. He, as he sat in it, it shattered. And it smithereen. I mean, like like comic book. All four legs went squirt. Yeah. And the fucking back fell off. And everyone laughed except for me and Big J. We looked at each other like, and looked at him. We're like, it's okay, buddy. Yeah. We're there. Like it's, it's, that could have been us. uh, That could be us. Well, thank God we didn't sit in that chair because that could be us. No, uh, getting right now. Well, you know, I was cracking toilet seats left and right. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I was cracking toilet seats because I, I don't, when you're that fat, by the way, there's the minutia of fat, like stretching a shirt. These are things that fat guys do stretching a shirt before you put it on. Mm -hmm. The idea of putting on pants where you go, these are barely going to get around my ass. And yeah. then ha- going through your wardrobe and having absolutely nothing to wear. Putting on a suit and right. realizing, I feel like I'm in a fucking prison. But nothing connects more than cracking toilet seats. Where Cracking the seats? I cracked so many seats. And then what would happen is I we, I just land too hard on them. Like okay. I'd, I'd go to take a shit and yeah. I'd go, wham. And then it would crack. And then, and then you couldn't find the crack, but then when you got up, it would, it would pinch your ass, your leg, Uh dude. The other one is a a fat guy move is putting your, your foot on your leg to tie your shoe. That's a total fat guy move. Like you need to to reach it here. You can tell, you can tell fat guys, you you can tell fat guys by their stomachs, but you can also tell really fat guys. All their shoelaces are tied on the inside. On the inside, of the, yeah. On the inside. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I stopped tying shoes altogether. I just, everything was a slip on. Everything yeah. was a slip on. It's, it's why five guys have such hard, bad feet problems. Shoes were meant to be tied. They're meant to be tied, not too tight, but snug on your foot. Yeah. And when you slide into all your shoes and you're overweight, you're putting so much stress on your feet and you're getting plantar fasciitis. Dude, uh, sweatpants are such an enabler. <laughs> They're enablers. Yeah, because you put on sweatpants, you're like, I'm not that fat. I can sit crisscross applesauce. Yeah. And then you put it's jeans. It's all comfort. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you put on jeans and you're like, like I would look at you in your fancy clothes and hate you. And like fancy? You, like you mean pants? No, no, no. <laughs> like you'd put, you'd put on you'd put on fancy clothes, like slacks. Uh-huh. You come to the do two bears. Yeah. And I was like, what are we dressing up? Is there a fucking red carpet? <laughs> you have a collared shirt on with like a fucking... <laughs> 
beige jacket and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, cool. Uh-huh. And the first thing I did when I lost like a significant amount of weight yeah. is I went into a bunch of jackets that must have stood there like they were never getting called to war. Yeah. They were just sitting on the side like it's that Dunkirk feel? going, we're not going. Dude, I'll wear one tonight. It's crazy. It feels so good. Dude, I, I, I was, when we were promoting the machine that's streaming right now on Netflix, it was number one for like three weeks, but you can check it out and then boost it back up to number one. It would totally help me out. Just even, I don't even want you to watch it. Just hit play on your fucking Netflix. Yeah. Do that with our specials too. Don't even fucking watch them tonight. Tonight, everyone watching this, just go to Netflix and hit Sledgehammer, hit uh, Razzle Dazzle and hit the machine and just let them play. Just let them fucking play. You know what that does? It increases our fucking money. So... Yeah. <laughs> Great the, uh, the, um what was I talking about? Uh, oh, oh, when I was promoting the movie? Yeah. I swear, I swear to God, I bought all new wardrobe. I had a stylist come in and dress me for all new wardrobe. And I went to one show and I couldn't button the shirt. Really? Of a shirt I had just recently bought. I would balloon up five pounds, six, seven pounds in an evening. In an evening. And if I was on a plane, I was fucking swollen. Yeah. I didn't realize how red I was. Yeah, you did look super red before. Everyone was like, dude, you're really red. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm working hard. <laughs> this is what hard work looks like. What are you fucking color shaming me? Uh, <laughs> that's, what I love, that's what I love about black alcoholics mm-hmm. is you can't tell. Yeah. They just stay black. It's one of the great things about being a black alcoholic. Black alcoholics are the fucking best. When are you going to do drink champs? Not, no, not mean it like that. But like, when are you going to do drink champs? I mean, I'd love to. Anytime. Oh my God. But I want you to get fucked up. Okay. I want you to get fucked up and I want to sit in the back with all Nori and, and DJ EFN's group and talk shit the way they do mm-hmm. and do that. Um, no, uh, getting out of a chair was a big deal when I lost weight. Getting into the gym and being excited. That's and a good thing. Like, and having gains. Like, and like being like, oh, this Dude, is I, good. I didn't realize that when. Um, so it was my dad died in December of 21. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's when he died. December 21. So. Oh, we were, you were still in LA? No, I had moved here already. Okay. So I, I um, yeah, I moved here. I moved here in May of 21. So he died in December 21. And I'm not even tying the two together, even though they could be, but like, I didn't realize that I'm back on tour and I have like a trainer with me, but I'm just like not dialed in on eating you know, and I'm like going at it. I'm gaining weight, gaining weight. And I had a suit that I had bought a few months prior. And then I wore it on one of the arena shows. Dude, like the, the day I put it on, it's like, like I'm, I'm like, oh, and I'm like trying to put, and I was like, fuck. And that was like, you know, March, April of 22. Yeah. So just in those few months. And then I look at like, clips from them and i was totally ballooning up. we should do we should do a group thing we should do a group thing we don't need a sponsor although a sponsor would be badass but we should do a group thing in january a group thing a group thing what do you like mean a, like a what, like dry january we didn't do sober october we did do sober october but i already wasn't drinking so like it wasn't it wasn't any fun can i tell you it was so lax this year between us was, yeah no one ever even talked about it that i broke my sobriety <laughs> On accident, and I was just like, oh, who cares? Like, yeah. I met up with somebody, and they go, do you want to have a drink? And I so wasn't thinking, because we weren't talking about it, that I go, sure, I have a drink, I think maybe half of it. And it was the next day where I was like, oh, it's October. 
and I just forgot. Yeah, it, 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 it's fun when you do a group challenge. I would love to do a group challenge. Here's what I want. I don't know if there's a way to do this. Maybe we can see if, uh, if I still, I'm a big still whoop guy. I know you wear yours every now and then. Yeah. But I would love whoop to make my numbers public. I'm sure they can. I want them to make the numbers public. And I want our fans to have their numbers public. I want to be able to like everyone check in. I think you can if you accept like people who. But we should do like a real challenge at the beginning of this year with us and our fans. For January? Yeah, because I'm going to party my dick off starting tonight. I'm going to party pretty hard. Through December? Probably. Okay. I mean, I mean, figure it's holiday season. Thanksgiving is going to be a fucking wash, right? Mm -hmm. Tonight, me and you are getting pretty fucked up. We are. We are. How fucked up? Pretty fucked up. I want you to start laughing when you, those uncontrollable laughs where you're like, I did not expect this to happen. And so, and so, and then, and then Christmas is going to be a fucking blowout. New Year's Eve. You have, are you in Honolulu? Yeah. You're in Honolulu, New Year's Eve. I think, I don't think I'm doing a show, but I'll I'll have a party at my house. I want to get fucking lit, but I want to go January 1. I want to go January 1, do dry January and, and probably bleed it into our Super Bowl show. Okay. The first time we drink again to be our Super Bowl show, but get our fans activated too, because it's funny. I'm sure there's people watching this going, oh, fuck off, right? But Because yeah. I did that when you lost weight. I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, great. You got your shit together. It's, you know what I mean? But like, do something to activate like our group because mm-hmm. because everyone can use a little extra oomph, a little something motivation. Group motivation really works. We don't need Joe and Ari. We can just do me and you like a dry January just for the bears, just for the fucking people that are with like our guys and but activate the community and really like because I love when like like people post shit and it, and then you see them doing better. There's a bunch of guys that I, when I I guess when I started losing weight, I love when I started losing weight. Everyone's like, if that fat fucking do it, and then they started losing weight and then they lost more weight and then you go like, wow, that's inspiring. You know, we should do dry January. See if we can get like a see if we can get a sponsor so everyone can get on the same shit. Like whoop, I go to whoop immediately because that's my favorite one. But start 2024 solid. That would be cool. Yeah. I get into a, a bunch of these uh, boy. Uh, hang on. I get into a lot, a lot. I don't know the right way to say this. A bunch of young men who are like party guys, but they're all workout party guys. And okay. I fucking love them. Are they gorgeous? They're good looking. Yeah. Okay. okay. They're shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> shirtless. Okay. They're, right. they're fun. There's okay. one guy lives in Miami. One guy lives in Tampa. You just like... I just follow them. They're all fucking college dudes. I don't even know. They don't look educated. Okay. But they're, they're probably, they're college age and they're just fucking party guys. There's something about that when you haven't realized. That's your spirit, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. We're going to have so much fun in the fall. Yeah. Going from tour to tour. You're you're jumping on this for sure. I'm jumping on it. I'm jumping on it. I'm getting ready for, I'm building for something. What I'll do, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm at least doing one. I'm at least doing one with you. Okay. And I'm going to spend the night at Fraternity House. Are you doing Tallahassee? Mm-hmm. Are you doing Tallahassee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. On Friday. Bro, can yeah. I roll out the red carpet for you in Tallahassee? Yeah, of course. <gasps> Holy shit. Can you tell I have a in? Does it look, do I look like a, oh, I thought it was the other side. Anyway. Um, Tallahassee, I went, you know, I went to a Florida state game. Of course I know. And it went, it was fucking, it's funny because, you know, when we ran into coach Norville at the, at the, he was like, he was like, 
like loosey goosey. Hey, yeah. Tom, Bert. Yeah. He lifted his shirt up and he was like, Hey, look at my tits. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and then when I saw him on game day, yeah, he's dialed in. Yeah, of course, man. He went, Bert, good to see you. Boom. Yeah. Dabbed me up and he was, he was on. Yeah. He was on. Focus. Do you forget how fucking studly these fucking football players are? Exactly. When you see them on the field, like just the, the fucking legs. When I was at uh, Penn State, for my show last year they were like you every time it's a big d1 they go you know i try to i'm like hey can i check out the football facilities yeah so they set it up and they just had practice like practice just ended so they were in the locker room and they brought us in there and i i'm a fucking 43 i'm walking through this thing and i was like oh my god like these these kids dwarfed all of us, we all were like, oh, God, this is fucking great. And then the kid's 19, and he's like this, you know, like yeah. in the locker room. Like, oh, what's up? Oh, I love your stuff. And you're like, like you're meaning like, nice And you to forget meet you. you're as old as his dad. Yeah, you're like, nice to meet you, son. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's really nuts how the D1 athlete is, is built different. Like, you don't run into them every day. Uh-uh. They're, they're a whole different, like, cut, really. They really are. I hung out with DK Metcalf. I rode an elevator with him. Really? And I was like, pull, "Oh, you can't pull up a picture." Such a freak show of a human being. Uh, I D- was like this in the elevator. I was like, "Holy shit!" DK Metcalf came up. It was like you know whatever he said. You're like the best living comic of our generation. <laughs> I love the way you speak to multicultural groups and yeah it's you just translate very well yeah yeah that sounds just like a dk quote he was like dude fucking shoulders are on point and i was like oh thanks man you don't have to say that and he was like oh, it's undeniable and then he said to me i said <laughs> i said he just got done practice and i said what are you doing after this you're gonna go take a nap and he looked at me like Huh? Like he, he was, uh, you can see it in his eyes. He's like, I'm a different specimen. Than uh, you. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, No, I'm going to work on ASL. I said, What? And he goes, On my free time, I work on American Sign Language. And I went, For fun? And he goes, Yeah. He's like, And then I'm gonna get another workout in. I got another class I'm taking. I go, The fuck's wrong with you? I was like, You should be like soaking wet with pussy juice. I think he gets time for that too. I think he works it in. He is fucking gorgeous <laughs> gino smith is there gino smith gino smith yeah gorgeous <laughs> what's going gorgeous. on man gorgeous i mean just 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 different type of men do you ever hear marshawn lynch talk about aaron Rodgers? marshawn talk about aaron yeah no oh so badass so he goes to cal right when his freshman year they bring him out for like one uh uh first team defense versus first team all offense and they bring Marshawn on. He's he's fresh out of high school. They bring him out and they go, all right, we're going to run power power right or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Marshawn Lynch is like, shit, I'm in. Like there's a list of, quarter, of running backs that can be back here. But they brought me in. Yeah. I'm running. And he got so excited because I guess power. I don't know anything about football, but power right is like the fucking move he wants. Right. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. And Marshawn Lynch runs the wrong direction. And Aaron Rodgers. Is such a fucking gangster. You know him. He's my best friend. And then 
he does a back move and hands it off backwards to Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch runs for a touchdown. Players goes nuts. Coaches come up and get in Marshawn Lynch's face. That's not how we do it at Cal. You fucking went the wrong direction. And Aaron Rodgers, what a gangster to this freshman. He does not know. Says, that was my fault. And they were like, what? And he was like, it was my fault. I called the wrong play. I went the wrong direction. It, was, it wasn't his fault. Marshawn Lynch is a freshman, right? Yeah. And in front of the whole team, they start bitching out Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers takes it. And he's like, comes over to Marshawn. He's like, welcome to the team. And from that day forward, Marshawn Lynch has never said a bad word about Aaron Rodgers. Makes sense. I just saw him talk about what a shitty relationship he had with uh, Russell Wilson. So Yeah, well, what the fuck? What was that? The story he told, it was Marshawn. I think he was doing... Um, Shit called uh, Shay Shay? Yeah. Club Shay Shay is a badass podcast. Yeah, yeah. So he's... Sharon so, Sharp's arms are fucking jacked. Dude, he is 55. And I saw him doing... He's 55? Yeah, he's doing incline... Dude, I have a friend who's 55 who looks like fucking garbage. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. Shannon... He's, he is an old man at 55. <laughs> you're like, you're like, do you need a sweater? <laughs> do this you know guy, what I'm talking about? I think I, think I have an idea. <laughs> this guy, Shannon Sharp, 55 years old. He's doing incline dumbbells so with 130s and just doing reps with it. And you're like, whoa, like this is pretty serious. But the story he told him about, you know, they had a real thing, obviously, uh, in Seattle. Yeah. Like a, a, a fucking great team. And he's talking about that relationship. And he said, it's funny because you told the Aaron Rodgers story. In this interview, Marshawn Lynch says that after uh, one particular game where Russ had just like not a great game, Marshawn reached out and was like, you know, I know that this was like not, first of all, he asked for he's he asked for Russ's number from like player personnel guy, and they're like he'll call you, and then Russ called him from an unknown from a, like a private number, and he said that he told him like I know today wasn't like what you wanted, but you know, like I got your back, and he said Russ was like what? He's like well you know what I'm saying like today wasn't what you wanted as far as like a passing game, but like I got your back and like you know if I have a game. Or it doesn't work out for me, you got my back. And he said, Russ was like, huh? And and that it kind of just ended like that. So he goes, you know, we had a zero relationship off the field. None. None. That's crazy. Yeah. You he, know, he was like reaching out to be like, don't sweat, right? Like, we're, yeah. I got your back even if you have a bad day. And he was like, yeah, I don't That's know. That's all I'm looking for in life. Yeah. That's all I'm looking for. That's yeah. all I'm looking for. Can I tell you what's wrong with, not with, what's wrong with Russell Wilson, but what's great about Marshawn Lynch? By the way, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm spending all day tomorrow with Marshawn Lynch. No. I'm spending all day tomorrow with Marshawn Lynch. He's the greatest. I'm hoping that I can blend tonight's drink mm -hmm. into tomorrow's Hennessy afternoon. Because I will drink Hennessy and blow clouds with him all fucking day. Yeah, this would be a fun day, dude. I will. I will. I will get you better leave with some cool Marshawn stories. Fucked. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get his phone number. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get I cannot wait. I cannot fucking wait to hang out with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Um Marshawn, um I, I think the problem is here's the problem with greatness, right? Is that like Russell Wilson's I, I, no slight on him. He's you can't slight greatness. Greatness just operates differently than the rest of us. Sure. It true. just does. It's exhausting. It's. Do you ever seen, by the way, DK's 
supposed daily routine? No. You haven't seen this? Uh-uh. He wakes up. I think he has coffee, some water, works out, goes home, gets dressed, goes to practice, has some more water. And they're like, when are you eating? He's like, oh, like at 5 p.m. And then he has some candy too. He likes candy, which is like a Marshawn thing. He's like, yeah, I like to eat candy, like yeah. Skittles and shit. Marshawn used to take a shot of Hennessy, two shots of Hennessy before a game. I couldn't do that. And I like drinking. I couldn't do that. It's fucking crazy to me. But yeah. The, the problem is, the problem is with greatness. And I, I watch only because like, I obviously everyone aspires to greatness, right? Like I watch, you, you ever watch Full Swing on Netflix? The golf one? Yeah. No. You watch certain guys like just uh, like uh, Jordan Spieth or like Tiger Woods or uh, McElroy or like these, these great guys. They're uber competitive also. Like it's, it's something broken in your psyche. Jordan, you can't, you can't take anything other than number one. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it just leaves such a fucking field of, of frustration for you unless you are number one. It's, and it works out for the most of them. They're always number one, but they don't always, always, always turn number one. Yeah. I think this is a problem with men, young men right now. I mean this out of such respect. I was saying this to Leanne the other day, walking out of a Target. We, were, we went to a Target and she was, and I was like, I don't mean this as an insult. We were talking about why are we so happy? Like what, what is the thing that makes us happy? Like how do you gift this to other people? And I said this to her and it came out as an insult, but I mean it as a compliment is that right now, if you're listening, just lower your expectations. Do not think. That's what fucks up so many young dudes is they want the baddest bitch in the bar. Mm -hmm. Not realizing all the fucking shit that comes with the baddest bitch in the bar. All the shit. The baddest bitch in the bar wants the baddest motherfucker on the street. She doesn't even want the baddest dude in the bar. She wants the baddest motherfucker in the street. You're never going to be him. If you lower your expectations and just go, I just want someone who isn't going to cheat on me, doesn't burn steaks, and can fuck, then you, you, there's a ton of those around. Right. There's a ton of those around. And I think- And that's what you shoot for. That's what you shoot for. Shoot for like just a chick that gives really good hand jobs. Don't look for the baddest bitch in the bar. The baddest bitch in the bar sucks. What's the hottest chick you ever dated? You can't say your wife because I know we're all going to say that. What's the hottest chick you ever dated? And then let's fuck her up. Let's let's destroy her. Because <laughs> that's what. Because every guy, every guy in college listening right now is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You think about it right now. The chick you'd love to fuck, right? You'd love to fuck mm-hmm. the one you're like, fuck. That would be nice. No, it was a disaster. Always is. Yeah, it, it, the, always I went out with a um, a model in L.A. I was, had a huge crush on her. Yeah, that, believe. oh, it sucked. The, already, already. Okay, yeah. ready? I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down. Already, if you have a crush on her, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. It was, you're it was like fucked. That. Because you, what you're doing is you're New Year's Eving her. You're saying this is gonna be the yeah. This it's exactly. It. Exa- you're totally right about this actually. It, it, and it was, it was a total. It was, and here's the thing: like you, you get to know someone like that, the baddest bitch in the bar, and you lose your attraction. To her, like you know, you're like, oh, I, I, I know that you're gonna say she's pretty, but I, I've hung out with her. Yeah. So you, you, know, you start to find her less attractive. People can't even understand. How do you not think she's? And you're like, because I fucking spent time with her. Yeah. And she's a fucking 
She's a mess. And she says, and she does fucked up things where you're like, yeah, we're like that. Real people don't do that. L literally, literally, yeah. like says fucked up things, and you're like, what the fuck? And then you start to go like, oh, like you start to lose the attraction goes away. I said it to Leanne. I said, you know what I love about your body, and and <laughs> I know this is gonna be fucked up sounding. <laughs> I, I already know. How fucking uncomfortable is this? What you said, because I'm gauging. I have an idea. Well, I you know what I love about your body? How it's so not perfect. They're like, no, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I because, know. Because there's know. like the whatever the flaws are, I find sexy. Like right. I find, but so so, but but here's the deal, and I I'm I'm talking right now to a 25 year old dude, a 30 year old dude who's like starting to do good life. Got aspirations and thinking what I need to fill out my fucking resume of life. What it's going to look like when I'm 50. So for me to be happy is I need the baddest bitch is in that resume. I'm top sales. I'm eating yeah. good. I'm eating clean. I got a good group of friends. I got a nice car. I got an apart a condo. I'm, I'm, I'm accruing money in that condo. Got a great stereo system. I got shit dialed in. What yeah. I need is a bad motherfucking bitch. Yeah. I, I, want a, I want a chick that other dudes are like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's what's here's the flaw in that. Mm -hmm. What you what you gotta do is lower your expectations and say, this is what I can get. What's the best of what I can get? Like, what's the thing, the hidden thing? I said to Leanne, I love your body. And Leanne is not a fan of her, of her own body. And I, like she just is like, I could do this and do that. And I said, and there's and this is so fucked up. But when I get Leanne naked, it's like a secret. Like she doesn't show that to everyone. Right. Because there's vulnerability there. Sure. So when I do get her naked and she cuts loose, and this bitch has been cutting loose lately, it is, it's like she's trusting me with a secret. Yeah. And and when I heard, I thought I was into brown nipples, right? Like I thought brown nipples were the fucking key to life. Leanne's got pink nipples and they're fucking Pink nipples are a secret. Like when you see pink nipples, you're like, you're like, oh, this is sex. Brown nipples, you pull those out on a beach in Brazil, everyone sees them, and you're right. like, yeah, okay, brown nipples. Uh -huh. They're not bad, but right. whatever. It's like brown nipples don't, they can, you can whip them out at a bar, a bar. Her, her nipples are nipples that people don't just show all the time because they're kind of hot and sexy. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like it's like, uh, it's like I don't know. It's but my point is, and I kept saying this to her. I got what I wanted because I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting much. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Leanne's gonna hear this and and be like and be livid with me. I know. But like, but like, I know what you're. I'm sure she are. did the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure she said. But that's the key to life. The key to life is being happy with what you have. That's the key. Is 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 not grateful for what you have. Grateful for at what every you have. level. Yes. And and realizing what will make you grateful. Yeah. You don't need. Trust me when I say, there. I, I don't. First of all, I will say. I, I have to say this. I don't know if I would be where I am without uh, without uh, Leanne. I, so like, I can't look at my life and go, imagine if I just plugged that chick in. I don't think I'd have it. I don't think there's a lot of chicks that would be like, no, 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 no. This is my guy. <laughs> the guy that drinks himself blind on a plane, shows up, phones it in with our kids, passes out, wakes up, doesn't know where he is, <laughs> and is like, I think I shit my pants. 
Yeah. Like she, does, I don't think there's a no, lot of chicks that would settle for that. Yeah. But Leanne did the same thing I did and was like, this guy's good. He's, he's self-correcting. He loves the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the key is like, I wish I could articulate that more to, to young men would go, you know, that chick that like you dated during the summer who had a great sense of humor and you yeah. can go to target with, and you could laugh nonstop yes, with that's, that's the, the one you want. That's the one you want. You yeah. want to be in a target with a chick and just be laughing at stupid shit. Yeah. Not the chick that goes, are we shopping at target? Yeah. No. And and that's, you don't want that chick. No, the, you know, the great, like I was lucky in that I, um, I dated, I dated like great girls, like, yeah. like even from high school through college. Like if, if it, if it was longer than a few weeks, it was because you could go to target or just sit around and do nothing. Cause that's really when you vibe with somebody that yeah. you that have that. If, if the person is like, what are we doing here? And, and, and asking you to, kind of like be someone you're not then that's obviously not for you that's not a good relationship you know? there's so many there's so many times that people look at what they have what they have and think and they judge it by what other people think they have yeah like so like if, if let's pretend it's a car right say you just love a fucking civica a civica 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 civic civic say you love your civic you love your civic but then as you pull up in your civic people say things about your civic and you're like you're like it's, it's a good car. And they're like, okay. And then they get in their Jaguar. Well, Jaguars break down at a alarming rate. Yeah. Okay. And that's every other chick is a Jaguar. But if you love your Civic, then go, fuck you. I love my Civic. This yeah. is a badass Civic. And that's so, what you told Leanne. You're like, you know what? You're my Civic. You're my Civic. Yeah. You're my Honda <laughs> Civic. Put that on a card. Yeah. You're my Honda Civic. Yeah. And I am your station wagon. There you go. Do people forget how great station wagons were? Station wagons were the shit. It was. It's kind of sad. What, car, they, what car is Christina? Can I tell you what car she is? Oh boy! No, I know what car she is. I think she's a Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was one of hers. She loved. No, that was one of her cars. Yeah. I I, I got to take back the Leanne Civic because that no, sounds so bad, but. Chris, can I tell you what Christina is? Do you remember the Mercedes your dad gave you? Yeah, the old... Uh, it's a badass car. It was old SL500. And if yeah. you know shit about cars, yeah. you know how badass that car that is. That car is rad, dude. It's yeah. a badass car. Yeah, It's a badass fucking car. And by car. the way, the funny thing you pointed out, she fucking loved that thing. It's a badass car. My dad had one of those cars. Really? It's, I remember, it's the fucking hottest car. I remember like in that era, because that was uh, late 90s, seeing those and just being like in awe, like... Because that's what like NFL, like Derek Thomas had a SL5. You know, it was like the badass Dude, car. Dude, it's the baddest fucking Mercedes ever made. Yeah, I fucking love that thing. And Le- and uh, yeah, she she loved that one. She Leanne is, I, okay, Leanne, you're not a Civic, okay? Because yeah, she, she's not going to get that. She's no. going to go like a Civic? Well, she's like a Raptor. You know what she is? What? She's a, now hold on, not renovated. <laughs> she's a Ford Bronco. Like a, a 70, 68? A 68 Bronco. Uh-huh. Like the fucking cool ones that people are re- refurbishing. Yeah, yeah, the resto mods. She ha- I'd yeah. love to refurbish her. It'd be so fucking awesome. <laughs> you want Just a in- bunch of- New interior. Uh, new yeah. interior, new yeah. exterior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said to me the other day, you know what? I I, I wouldn't mind. She's going to kill me for saying this. She was. She's never talked about plastic surgery. Yeah. She goes, i tell you what I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind getting my eyes done. And I go, and I did not realize what I was saying. I, and I looked at her and I go, that's where you'd start? And she went, what? And I was like, I'm just saying like that. That's where you'd start. Oh, like, I just said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leanne's a Bronco because like, <laughs> she's like badass. 
it like when you see it, you're like, oh, that's a cool car. But it's it's a little bit of a beater right now. <laughs> but like, no, but no, but I God damn it, I'm fucking this up. She's, she's all, all she's, terrain. She's just yeah. She you can she's like off roader for sure. She, on the weekends, fun as fuck. Right, mm-hmm. take the top off on the weekends, fun as fuck. Um, she's but like when you get in her. You're it's not always, very safe. You're always <laughs> <laughs> the seat belts are just lap belts. <laughs> the windshield wipers don't work. <laughs> Sometimes when you turn her on, you gotta. Mm-hmm. I had that in a fucking special, I think. But <laughs> Leanne's a Bronco. That's very good. And what do you Bronco. think you are? Uh, I'll tell you what I am. Okay, I'm a Model T. Like the 1930s. I have accrued in value exponentially. Oh, that's very good. Like I, like I think when she got me, she was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It doesn't even start." Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, someone's like, "I think she probably saw like other chicks walking by, going, yeah, hot damn, you have a Model T.'" And Leanne's like, "Is it good?" And they're like, "Fuck yeah, it's it's on an arena tour." She's like, oh shit! I better fucking shine my Model T up. Yeah, I better take care of this Model T, or this Model T will start fucking Porsches. <laughs> she doesn't realize I don't want a Porsche. Right? You I like, want a Bronco. You want a Bronco. I want a Bronco. I want a Bronco. I pull her up to valet, and I'm like, you can park it anywhere you want. Nothing's gonna happen to it. She's gonna be so fucking mad when she hears this. Of course. Anybody, any reasonable person. <laughs> <laughs> you think Bush is gonna be happy that she's a, a old Mercedes? She, I think she'd love that. Yeah, she lo- she'd love it. Yeah, she it's a European, but she is she loves that actual model. <laughs> we were talking about we were at our friend's house. Their friends were Asian only because food's important to mm-hmm. them. Like they're really like into food, and they were talking about their relationship. And what I was trying to say was I should use this as a bit. Um, what I was trying to say was being married to Leanne is like, like they were talking about what dish your wife would be. And I said, being married to Leanne would be, is like salmon. Like I, it's really good for you. It's really good when done run, right. You can dress it up with a lot of shit. It's really fucking good. But all she heard was salmon and Leanne doesn't like salmon. She was like, I ain't salmon. Yeah. And I was like, no, you are like, it's, I could eat salmon every fucking night. Yeah. Every night I could eat salmon. Sure. Especially if you did, if they, crust the skin uh-huh. on top with a little sea salt it's so simple and it's so fucking good so simple and it's amazing of course you can overcook it and it'll be dry as fuck yeah. sometimes fucking sometimes if you get on a plane you're like i'm gonna get sick yeah but and then leanne real quick goes well you're a turducken you look good on paper but you 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 ain't right <laughs> she's like you're real complicated everyone's like "Ooh, turducken's here can't wait and then you're like wait is that three types of fowl in that ugh I don't feel so good. I want something else. <laughs> I was like, that's the funniest thing she's ever said. Yeah. You kind of are a turducken. Who do you, you think you'd call what? when your dad dies? I think about this a lot. I think about it a lot. I think like when I get phone calls from like my dad's office, I go, oh, fuck. It's it's on. Um, Is he in pretty good health now? Yeah, he's got he's got hip surgery coming up. Okay. Uh, he almost died. He almost died recently. I remember this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm probably going to be alone. I probably want to be alone. Mm-hmm. I want to, I, I, probably... I was alone. I was alone. I mean, not immediately. I was alone. Here's what I was alone. I was alone 
the night before and I knew it was on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think I, I definitely made a couple phone calls. So I definitely talked about it, but I was pretty selective. I'm probably the wrong person to call when your dad's about to die because I'll just pivot and tell you my story of my dad. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably why I didn't call you. But I, um, no, I really appreciated the, the calls that I had, that I did make. And then the next day I was with family. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, no, oh, then everybody came out, you know, funeral stuff. So I remember, I think of the thing your dad told you before he died all the time mm. is life goes on, buddy. Yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. I think of that. I think of that probably once a week. I think of that. I think about it too. It's true. It goes on. Yeah, because sometimes I'll think like, oh, what if I die right now or today? And then that quote will enter my head. I'll be like, yeah, the world goes on. It's crazy that I just take this podcast over and make it mine. <laughs> one bear, one cave. Hmm. And just solo. And I'll do what I'll do is I'll use found footage of you. Yeah. Or backlogged footage of you and continue with you just listening. Oh, and I'll just have me like nodding, <laughs> nodding and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nodding. And I'll have you start sentences. Yeah. And then I'll just cut you off. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Can we do that, guys? The day Tom dies. I think you already did. Can we do a, what? What was that? I was going to say, I think that's pretty much how the show already goes, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Turn your mic off. The, uh, where the fuck's Nadab when you need him? <laughs> He's on the front lines, actually. What? Yeah, he flew back to fight. Are you being serious? No. Oh, God. <laughs> what, are they just blocking bullets? <laughs> no. No. Um, I wonder two things. I wonder if I'll go straight to a bottle, you know, when your dad dies. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I won't totally at all. Yeah. There's no way to go. I'm going to feel it. Yeah. I'm going to feel it. I'll be there. I'll be present. I'll be there for everyone else. I'll probably swallow it. And then, uh, and then I'll, it'll rear its head one fucking ugly evening. Yeah. That's how it works. Well, Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's how it works differently for everybody. Some people are really in the moment grieving their hardest and then some people and then it just affects you over time i mean it still affects me it's just like it affects you when you don't expect it to that's the that's the thing is you can't really control it really yeah like situations someone you talk to something you think about something you say something somebody else says like the grief affects you everybody differently that's crazy yeah yeah it's uh wait wait where am i on the call sheet I guess it'll be number one, but it'll be quick. Yeah, a quick one. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, it happened. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Click. Okay. And then I'll probably, then I'll probably just go into some cave time and just disappear. I've thought about disappearing. So, you know, so crazy when I was at my like wildest when we were, you know, this last year and I was the heaviest and drinking hard and really going out, getting after it, I thought about disappearing all the time. Like this Dave Chappelle go to South Africa. I thought okay. about it all the time. It'd be nice, right? Just, I don't have that feeling at all. I love being present right now. I love like being dialed in. I love that. I love that. I, I, I love this and I know that it will go away again. I know mm -hmm. that. I know how my I operate. Yeah. I know I'll gain weight back. That's how it always works. I'll fucking get after Thanksgiving. I'll be like, fuck it. But I love being present. I love getting up and feeling good and feeling like going like, oh, let's go to the gym. Let's. Let's say, oh, I'm going to write. Like this morning I got up and I wrote and I was like, I saw, I watched your promo video where you skateboard with Tony Hawk and I was yeah. like, oh, it's so inspiring. Like I love, I love, uh, you know, 
what I loved about that, your video today, and it's, it's a little late, so everyone's probably already seen it, yeah. but it's the one where you skateboard with Tony Hawk and you end up hurt. I love, love that I saw that and I felt inspired. Like, that is the coolest fucking feeling that I saw that and I went, fuck, that's good. First person I texted was you. Yeah. I said, I love your new promo. I love that because I when I see good promos, like Schultz did a great set of promos oh for fucking Madison Square Gardens. I mean, that one broke me up. Yeah, that was fucking, time. that was great. And it was, but I, I didn't text Schultz. I think he probably gets so many of those, but I've te I text him throughout the time whenever he does something like that, kind of like, like his Toronto promos were great. Yeah. But I love that it inspires me as opposed to gets, makes me shitty. Like exactly. I, That's a healthy response. There's people that see that and they're like, oh, fuck him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got a tour. I got to promote a tour. I love that it inspired me. And I got up, I went down, I got a coffee, sat in my room, and I started writing, like just writing because I'm trying to get this new hour. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't have it yet. And so I, te I was like texting my my daughters, I was like, I need a, I'm missing a story mm -hmm. out of this special. I need a story. Like, what story is good? And they always keep saying the same ones, but I'm like, nah, they're, they're not like fucking there yet. And so like, but I love that it inspired me that I'm like, I'm getting in the gym. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna go, oh, we got a big night tonight. We're gonna party. Like, I love that that's where I am as opposed to the feeling. And I said this today when I went to the gym at the hotel I was at. Mm -hmm. I said, do you know how many times I got into this gym hung over? And I just said, I would love to go to just disappear to Paris for fucking seven days. No one knows where the fuck I go. Yeah. Go to a hotel room, fucking sleep for like three days, start drinking white wine, get in a car, disappear into the countryside. Like I, it was so crazy that I was literally, that I would have those thoughts when I'd come here and I would be like, it, it, it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. I thought about disappearing a lot. I think I'll probably disappear. Oh, I guess I'll go do the funeral and then I'll disappear when my dad dies. Yeah. Do something crazy. I have people worried about me. Make yeah. it about me. You know me. It's on brand. It's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I've, by the way, I have to tell you. Yeah. Out of all the podcasts we've done in this studio, this is my favorite one we've ever done. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, I don't know why. I just really, I feel very present and connected to you. It's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you notice a change in me? I mean, I have noticed a change since, I mean, I don't get to see you that often. So we, we text and we talk sometimes, but I mean, physically definitely notice a change. Like it's, it was, it's good and you need Isn't it. It's amazing how my body just rebounds that like I look physically, physically gorgeous. Like I'm 25. Yeah. Like it's overweight is 25, thought. but my body, yeah. like abs are showing up. My fucking arms are cut. My chest just fucking taut taught i did 50s i did 50s for strict press uh 12 times four times today what yeah 50 50 pounds on each arm uh -huh. strict press 12 times four rounds okay i'm fucking amazed at myself do you ever see the scene where bruce willis in that movie where he's the superhero where his son keeps putting weight on the on the machine and and they're on the in the they're downstairs and his son it's called unbreakable you ever seen unbreakable yeah yeah when bruce willis finds out that he's a superhero mm -hmm. and his son's just putting more on the rack and then he goes i can't i'm gonna get hurt and he's like dad try it and he just keeps lifting more weight that's what i feel like every fucking day every day and i know i'm delusional but god damn it let's give it let's get it Look at this. Look at that. Fucking Jesus. Arm. Gorgeous. God damn it. The skin is so. 
Do you think that there's someone that knows I'm a little bit joking, but then everyone knows I think he's kind of serious? Yeah. They kind of go, he's kind of serious. My teeth is what I'd fix. Gold front, Edgerton James. Edgerton? Edgerton. Edgerton. That's his name. I call him Edge. Yeah. He, I get I get implanted all golds. Yeah. All golds. That's tight. You should do it. Fucking badass. Never have do to it right brush now. again. Yeah, clean up the uh, rest of the toilet with the gold fronts. At least put on like the, you know. Grills? Piece. Yeah. We should get grills. It's very doable. For real? We're in Texas. Let's go hit Paul Wall up. Paul Wall. Yeah. I do it. Let's do it, man. Hey, great episode, Tom. I love you. I love you too, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.